Hello, welcome back to Zenith Podcast. I'm your host, Cesar Davila, and I'm here with the guest, Elizabeth Castellanos. She is an engineer, she's a Twitch streamer, and she's a friend of eight to nine years now. It's been a while. It's been a while, It's been yeah. a while. Welcome. <laughs> Thank so, you. So, um, let's get started. When I first met you, you were already in your first year of college, going, uh, studying to be an engineer. Yes. Yeah. And you went yeah. to Cal Poly? I went to Cal State Fullerton. Cal State Fullerton. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you did. And yeah. yeah your, your sister went to Cal Poly. Yeah, baby went to Cal Poly. Yeah, okay. And you went for electrical engineering? I started as electrical, and then switched to mechanical after I realized how hard electrical was. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> is electrical the hardest one? Um, I think it's like chemical, and then you can go electrical, and then you have like mechanical and civil, which is, it's like simplified. It's a lot more simplified. You're just working with mechanical objects, any plastic, it's certain materials versus electricals, all components and wiring and programming and i hate programming and then chemicals probably even and chemical you have to do like chemistry engineering like bio i'm like i'm okay yeah. <laughs> but okay. they make good money also i could imagine yeah they make pretty good money. so you graduated with mechanical engineering i graduated as mechanical yeah all right and after that how was how was it like going to school for it and like, you did you get a job as soon as you like, you went out or? actually i um i started working my junior year as um in aerospace so i started in aerospace i was doing a lot of maybe like materials ground support for like airplane engine stands and oh, like okay. tow bars and all that cool stuff to like tow the tow the planes from the docks or whatever so it's it was pretty interesting there's a lot of materials huge like these stands are like 20 feet they're like enormous and then i kind of got over it you know i don't really like structured companies if that makes sense where you have to be in at a certain time and then you have to be off at a certain time and if you punch out a minute late you're gonna get written up i was like yeah dude that's annoying yeah yeah i was like i can't be micromanaged so i stayed with them just for the experience and then i also did um i did a kind of like an internship like an unpaid internship with disney for a year that it was it like the college program yeah or? it was the college program oh, okay. so it was through cal state fullerton i was able to work with disney so we basically like represented Cal State Fullerton through Disney, and we did, um, we worked on parade floats. <laughs> so really? We did, yeah, we worked on the chassis, so we did four-wheel steering for parade floats. Oh, okay, wait, so through the engineering program? Through Cal State Fullerton's okay. engineering program, yeah. My older sister did the Disney program, the col- but the college internship program, mm-hmm. so it was more general. It wasn't, like, a specific major, so she would work with, like, retail and customer service but mm-hmm. you did it for the engineering program yeah so it just depends what program or what department they're really close with so if you do like business and you can actually help do like a free internship with disney with business or whatever whatever your department is which is really cool because we're down the street from disneyland yeah. so it's that's really dope. easy it's a, that, that's, that's a really cool experience i didn't know that you worked it on was the horrible parade, so. really <laughs> Disney just sucked the life out of you. How long were you there for? Um, we did it for a full year. A full so year. So we worked from it was like from August to the end of the semester. So it was le- a little less than a year. So it was two semesters. Oh, okay. So um, the first semester was like design, and then the second one we had to go and do a three D print a three D model and present it to like Disney executives. That's just stressful. Probably. I was yeah. sweating and stuttering. <laughs> it was so scary. I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> But was it a good experience though? It, it was good. It was a good experience. I was exposed to a lot of um, I don't know how to describe it. I was just I was exposed to a lot of things that I wouldn't have experienced back at the aerospace. So and I realized I don't want to work for Disney. So that's also a big plus. Yeah. Would you recommend people doing that um, program? Or? 
I think if you're going to be in a management position, it would be good. But as like a grunt, like where, you know, you're a lower level engineer, they're going to be working you on the weekends and it's salary. So you're going to be doing a lot of over unpaid overtime. So because we had a mentor there that worked. He was an actual engineer at Disney and he was maybe oh, okay. like 25. And he said that he was working like weekends and working all. And then he, on top of that, he was mentoring us. Damn. So he was working, like, a ton of hours. I felt so bad for him. I was like, I don't want to go through that. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> I definitely, I could I could see that not being worth it. And yeah. um, eventually you moved to Virginia, right? I did. So yeah. I graduated. I finished that. I was actually working both jobs at the same time. Going to school full time. The aerospace, the Disney? Aerospace and Disney. And school? And doing 15 what units. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and then oh I was still God. flying out to Virginia once a month. For like a weekend, like I'll do a three-day weekend once a month to go see Anthony. So it was like really hard. I don't know how you, what? <laughs> Dude, that is wild. Yeah, it was really hard. I'm, I lied though. I mean, I hope my professors don't hear this, but I just told them, I was like, oh, I have a job opportunity in Virginia. I need to go for the weekend. And they were like, oh yeah, that's fine. So I was able to go, and they would let me do my exams, like, all online, and whatever, so they, don't, they didn't care. That's clutch, dude. Yeah, I, I kind of lied a little, but it worked out. I mean, I mean I still we, finished all my likes. classes. Yeah, I still finished all my classes and stuff, and yeah, I did my degree, homework. Yeah, yeah I, I did everything. I kept up with everything, so I was like, all right. Worked out. I just made sure nobody ever scheduled me on Fridays, like, those Fridays. Oh, yeah. So I worked, like, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday at the aerospace, and then with Disney, I worked, like tuesday thursday or whatever so that we would have friday saturday sunday damn you you went a full-time school and full-time job but like through two different jobs yeah basically i was doing like 20 hours a week with aerospace and then maybe like 10 15 with disney while taking 15 units while taking 15 units and then disney was unpaid (laughs) it was horrible it was unpaid it was unpaid because it was like a project like we'd through school so but like either way something i never understood though is like the concept of unpaid labor like oh my god like 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 unpaid internships like how are you not gonna pay someone like especially if they're putting in like the either part-time or full-time hours and they're benefiting and they're benefiting Mm -hmm. and they're like you know it's like yeah sure it's experience but like you're exploiting like, these exactly. people. Exactly. And it's not like they were going to offer us a job or anything afterward. Yeah. It was just, oh, you get the experience. You have the name on your resume. That's it. That's all you get. Yeah. And, and we, we couldn't even use them as a reference. So I don't have anybody as like a reference. Wait, just, why not? Because they didn't want, they couldn't give it to us. They didn't want to. Really? Yeah. So we could put it down that we actually have the experience that we did it. But if they want to call Disney, they can't. That's so dumb. <laughs> yeah, what? I know, right? Oh my god, that's annoying. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> so, so after you graduated, you—I mean, you finished Disney program, then you left the aerospace. I left. I quit both of them. I finished with Disney as soon as the project was done. I wasn't interested. I didn't apply. I guess you could apply still and see like if they liked you. But, but you're like Fuck no that. one in the yeah no one in the group wanted to do that. They're like yeah this fucking stupid. <laughs> Like, I don't want to work all So after that, hours. you just moved to Virginia? So I quit my job literally the day after my graduation party. Uh, did you? I'm pretty sure you went. I'm pretty sure I went. Yeah, yeah. I think you went. It was a couple of years ago. Um, literally the day after, like 5 a.m., I had a flight to Virginia. And so you, you turned up and then... The, literally went, partied on were Sunday. Were you hungover? Like a- I was dying. Actually, they almost killed me Friday night. Everyone was buying me shots. I think I had like 10 shots. Like by th- I thought I lost my wallet. I was crying. I was like <laughs> on the floor. I was like hungover for two days. So on Sunday, I was still hungover from Friday. 
It was a nightmare. So I was walking like across that stage and I wanted to die because my head was hurting. So So all right, you damn, so literally as soon as you just finished here, you just left. The day after walking. You know. Yeah. We I walked on that Sunday. We partied all day Sunday and then Monday morning at like five AM my flight and I got to Virginia at like three, four PM. How was it? Like the Cause that's a big, that's a big step. That's a big change from LA to Virginia. Yeah, it was. I, I, you know what? I always knew I wanted to move somewhere else, like outside of California. I didn't know where, I didn't know how, but it was like the perfect opportunity. I got to experience independence. Cause actually I was supposed to go to Drexel in Philadelphia. So I got like a partial scholarship there, but it was too far. I was, you know, immature. It was like, you know, it doesn't seem like a good idea. So I turned that down. I actually went to Cal State Fullerton. So after I graduated, I was like, you know what? I think I'm ready. I have the experience. You know, I have money saved up. And then obviously I had Anthony out there. And I was, my mom was like, oh, if it doesn't work out, you know, you can always come home at the end of summer. So you could just go stay out there for the summer and just bring everything back with you if it doesn't work. But obviously it worked out. It was amazing. I loved it. And I actually um, got to experience a lot of, the independence that I wanted because he ended up getting deployed while I was out there. Really? Yeah. So you so were leaving, he, how long were you leaving by yourself then? Um, maybe like eight months. <laughs> like I was there, I was out there like alone. It was just me and the two dogs. Jesus. Yeah. So I moved out there. We lived like on the Northern part of the peninsula for maybe like four or five months. And then the lease, you know, the lease ended and he ended up moving to different, um, a different base and I still had one class left so I actually finished my physics course out there and then I got my bachelor's I technically graduated that August oh okay so as soon as I finished that course I started applying to jobs and maybe like a couple weeks later I ended up getting the job the weapons job out there so I was working at private defense weapons I was creating weapons or whatever and it was okay a lot of the industry out there is very like military based you know, private contracting, so it was really hard to avoid, you know, working with any sort of weapons or anything, <laughs> and it was, like, totally against it, and it took a lot of, like... Like, you were morally against it? Morally, yeah, because oh, okay. it was making guns. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I don't know, it was so hard, and I had, like, I spoke to my friends, my parents, and they were like, you know, if you're not gonna do it, someone else is gonna do it, so, I mean, you know, it's a great opportunity, it's gonna look really good on your resume, it's gonna happen anyway. You might as well just do it. Yeah, so I it's, just... it's like the engineer who, uh, who made the Death Star, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> dude, if I'm not gonna make it, so yeah. Gonna but make he it, got yeah. held against his will. Like, he yeah. Had to hey, do it. I, he created that thing to get dis- make it made to destroy though. Yeah, that's true. Did you do that? I took my time. <laughs> I was like, you were in no the, rush to kill people. The, like, <laughs> I did the bare minimum. I was not happy. I wasn't happy doing it. And like, my actually my Palestinian best friend, she was like, you know what? Because I I was talking to her, I was like, I don't know, I don't know what to do. Like we know what these are used for. Like the product is bad. It's a bad product. Like yeah. it, it's it's against like everything I believe. And she was like, you know what? At least you know you're doing it, and it's not going into somebody's somebody with spite in their heart is not going out there to make weapons to know like oh I hope this kills you know, someone. Sorry, I don't know if I could say that. Yeah. But okay, like, I hope, you know, like, I hope this is used against someone badly or whatever. Yeah. And I still don't own a gun. <laughs> I don't own a gun. I don't plan on owning a gun. Like, 
I've, I mean, I've only ever gone shooting, like, three times. Like, I'm not a huge gun person, but I felt like morally, like, what was I going to do? My hands were tied. I needed money. Yeah. How, I needed a job. How long were you there, like, in that um, company? Like, a year and a half. Year I was and a there half. for a year and a half, yeah. And, I mean, also, besides this actual job, you are a Latina in STEM. Yeah, and you know what? I experienced a lot of racism out there. Really? Yeah, like, speaking Spanish, um... I'm not going to say the name of the company, obviously, yeah, yeah, but no um, they were they were so like it was very strange because they were really kind. They were really kind to me and they knew Anthony was always being deployed. So, you know, they made sure they had my number in case like if I didn't show up for work, they would know like I didn't have family out there. So they were all I really had. So I gave them my number. They knew where I lived. So in case anything happened, they know where to look, who to call. They had my mom's number. Oh, excuse me. Um, they had my mom's number. They had all my, you know, whatever emergency contact information. But um, they were like, I don't know if it's like maybe like ignorance. You know, like how do you describe that? Like I was talking to my grandma, my tita Maria. I was talking to her in Spanish because obviously, you know, she only speaks Spanish, like broken English at best. So I was on my lunch break and I called her because we were coming home that Christmas Okay. I don't know if you remember, like, we came to visit, like, a Christmas, like, last Christmas or whatever. And um, I was calling her. I was like, hey, tita, can you make me some tamales? You know, like, I was like, we're going to show up. Like, I miss your cooking. Make me some menudo, tamales, whatever. And I, I was speaking to her in Spanish. And I heard, like, maybe, like, two cubicles over. They were like, oh, tiki, tiki, taka, taka. Like, making fun of me speaking in Spanish. And I was like, what the fuck? And then they were like, yeah, this is America. Speak English. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I was like, <laughs> like, blink, blink, blink. I was like, I didn't and know. Were you how. just frozen? I just froze. I was like so shocked. I felt my face turning red. Like my body started getting hot. I was getting angry, but I was like, what am I going to do? Get fired? You know, like I'm not going to go and say something. And I'm not even kidding. Like everybody had Confederate flags on their toolboxes, their cars. Like, really? Yeah, I'm not even kidding. Dead ass. So like, they're not even hiding it. Like, no. They're just open, it's like blatant. Cu- it's their culture, quote unquote culture. You know, their legacy. <laughs> I don't know. They had it everywhere. It was everywhere. It was on cars. It was on, you know, whatever. Like, their houses. There was flags. Like, if you drove up. We went up to um, Washington, D.C. sometimes to go eat. Because, like, yeah. you can't find all you can eat Korean barbecue, like, anywhere. <laughs> in Virginia. Yeah, yeah, not in Virginia. We had to drive up north. So, we actually drove, like, two hours to Washington, D.C. And I shit you not. There's, like, a giant, like, 30-foot Confederate flag flying on the highway to washington dc not even kidding yeah it's weird dude that is a trip it's very uncomfortable like you don't want to pull over there so we made sure we always had gas on the way there and then we get gas in dc and then drive back because if you stop at the wrong town like you're fucked are you serious yeah have you ever been in a like have you ever like 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 did you do you know this because of what you experienced or because of what people tell you no, no, you you see, like, one time we were driving to North, uh, I have family in Greensboro, North Carolina, so we were driving there, and we took, like, the back road, because it was faster, and there weren't as many cops, because he got a ticket, actually, driving to North Carolina. For what? 
speeding obviously he was speeding okay <laughs> because it's like the speed limit's like 50 miles per hour and really? it's like open highway and the cops like hide in the bushes yeah it's That's, weird dude it's like i never understand why like cops do that like are you so bored that like they are like they're they, small town they're, they're either bored or they take their job way too seriously they do they do but he was he wasn't rude to us he wasn't mean or anything but he gave anthony the ticket we were like whatever just give us a ticket so we can go but um we were driving back we were on our way back so this is that same trip and um, I had to pee so bad. I was like, Anthony, if you don't stop, I'm going to piss myself in the car. And so he was like, okay, we'll stop here. This is the nearest gas station. And it was like, the guy looked at us like we were out of our mind for stopping there. I was like, can I use a restroom? He just like looked me up and down. He was like, yeah, it's around the corner. And we were like, fucking running to the bathroom. And I was like, and Anthony was standing there. And obviously like Anthony's darker complexion than me. So I'm maybe like more white passing than he is. So when he went out, he he was like, you better hurry up. He's like, I don't feel comfortable here. And sun was setting too. Oh, so shit. I just went to the restroom. I ran. I, I mean, I didn't even wash my hands. I just fucking went pee and I went back into the car and we like, we got out of there fast as possible. We were lucky nobody was there except the actual, like the guy that was working at the gas station. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's scary. It was yeah. weird. So I, I've heard of that. Like, I've, mm-hmm. I, you know, like that's something I heard of, but I've never experienced it. Yeah. He looked at us like we were stupid. He was like, what are you doing here? yeah fuck yeah so scary <laughs> it was weird we're like yeah um actually so like, i i i I mean living in la a lot i don't experience a lot of blatant racism you know like mm-hmm. especially direct but then i start thinking of like how would i react and to be honest it it's like freezing like what you did was probably one of the more wiser choices yeah you know because well, like you don't know until you're put in that situation yeah because me i was always like oh i'm gonna be a hothead and cuss everyone out and blah 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 when it actually happened i was but, sitting there like but also like what benefit are you gonna get from cussing them out nothing like because like, you can't change people yeah you can't so i started thinking i'm like and i think i got this from joe rogan because uh, he mentioned this because he was talking um he had a guest on Mm-hmm. where um the guest was asian and like, he, like they'll just do a lot of like squinty eyes on him and stuff they're like the way you the way you respond to him is just give him like like just like blank like dead eyes like like if it doesn't phase you mm-hmm. and it, it makes him feel like dumb. uncomfortable yeah well like uncomfortable also like you you made no impact to them because <laughs> mm-hmm. also like they like people who people who say those unnecessary they comments want a reaction. they want a reaction mm-hmm. So if you give them no reaction, they're kind of one of like they're kind of it's kind of dumb. They just stare at you. Yeah, like, and that's ex- that's ex- that's the exact same advice I got. I'm not sure how the fuck I learned from this, but like, so if someone <laughs> streaks you, like if someone flashes you, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of times when people like, because like some people like, I mean, like when people flash you and they oh they, they do, do it that, for attention, they do it for attention yeah. and for the reaction. Mm-hmm. You know, like they want you to be like, what the fuck, or like they want you to like get all surprised. Uh-huh. So if you do not do that, mm-hmm. and if they flash you, and if you just like give them like a, like a blank stare, like no reaction. But at the same time, you want them to learn their lesson. So it's like, you know, you, which one do you pick? It's like sometimes true. you're like, oh, I'm gonna teach this asshole a lesson. I'm gonna go freaking punch him in the face or something, cuss him out. Yeah, I mean, also, I mean, it's some for people sure don't contextual. know until you call him out. Yeah, you know, they're like, "Oh, what's wrong with what I said?" You know, like, "Oh, what's wrong?" It's not that big of a deal until you call him out and make them uncomfortable. So it's like, depends on the situation. If it's like a close friend or family member or somebody like at a party, I would say something and be like, "That's not okay." What you said. Yeah. Versus some random person on the street making you know like squinty eyes to an Asian person. That's when you just kind of like, oh, I'm never gonna see you again. Whatever, you're not worth it. Yeah. So it's like, what That's situation true. are you gonna? Especially be if, in? yeah, if, and if you have time. If you have time, and if the person's worth it. 
Yeah. Like I said, if it's like a friend or a friend of a friend, even like you're at a party and they're saying stupid comments, like I'm going to call them out. Let me be like, that's inappropriate. That's stupid. It's Dude, not funny. Yes. <laughs> yes. I have a friend who uh, would say the N word and mm. he's not black. And like it, it just became like consistent to the point where like, I mean, I, it's not okay. I, I understand. Yeah. I, I, I understood the context of him trying to do it out of humor because he was doing it out of humor mm-hmm. rather than out of like out of spite. But that humor stems from like a form of ignorance, and I told mm-hmm. him like, and I and I was telling mm-hmm. him, my friend like, hey, like, you know, I just want to tell you this because I'm not sure if someone's told you, but like, you know, like you shouldn't be saying those things. You made like, it a teaching moment. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because I care, I care about this person. You know, like mm-hmm. I want the best for them, and this is not like healthy. This is not like good. There's a you never know how people are gonna react. You know, like mm-hmm. some people get angrier. Yeah. They'll, they'll he, be embarrassed. Yeah, and they then can they literally get, get their ass kicked. Like. <laughs> <laughs> like dude like you, you can literally get your ass kicked like yeah, if you, you say, say that to the wrong place, place yeah. wrong time wrong mm-hmm. person you know mm-hmm. yeah it's it's definitely has to do with um yeah you have to educate people you're right like, yeah. you really do that's why sometimes it's not worth it though like if it's a stranger on the street like why am i gonna go cuss out a karen when i'm never gonna see her again and she's obviously not the gonna Karens change her ways breed. oh my god have you ever dealt with the karen um we were in virginia right next to our apartment we lived in like an old town so there's like arts and crafts, there's a coffee shop, like mom and pop shops everywhere. Like it's okay. all family owned business. So we went into our like favorite spots, like a, it's called Michael's, but it's not an actual Michael's. His name is actually Michael's, oh, okay. a Michael Arts and Crafts store. Oh, really? Yeah, his name was Michael and he, <laughs> he named it that. It was really cool. Hilarious. Yeah, okay. he was like this really cool Filipino guy. He was really nice, super sweetheart. But we were there and... um. So what happens, it's like all the local artists will make sculptures, you know, they'll make art and then they'll sell it through his store. Oh, okay. So he kind of just like, I don't know, how do you describe that? I don't know what it's called. I mean, called. I, I guess he, I mean, he was just kind of the distributor. Like, yeah, he's like, like a middle, distributor. Middle yeah, he'll buy it from them at a, a lower cost and then he'll sell it up. So he'll buy it from them, all the private, small. That's and, cool. Yeah, it's really cool. And a lot That's of people really actually cool go in. Yeah, a lot of people actually go in and buy art. Like, I would buy art from him all the time. I have a lot of stuff Oh, It's, here. like, unique, too, you know? Yeah, like, like, I have, like, all that artwork. Like, so a lot of stuff is from the mom-and-pop oh, shops shit, here. Cool. Yeah, so I've decorated a lot of my apartment with a lot of those small mom-and-pop shops. Smart, smart. Yeah, because, like, nobody has. I know. Oh, my God, where'd you get that? Don't that? even think about it. Don't even worry about it. It's only, You'll never get I, it. Only, only it's I have exclusive. It. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> But we were in the shop, and some white ladies we're in there looking at the artwork because I guess he also imports some stuff. Like he'll buy, you know, whatever, like made in China stuff and then yeah. other stuff is privately made. So it's like the little mix in there. It's an arts and crafts shop, you know. I'm not going to buy something super expensive. If I want it cheap, it's going to be made cheap. So she picks <laughs> up the item and she was like, made in China. She's like, I don't want this shit. And she puts it down and Anthony's standing there. He's half Filipino, half Mexican. He was like... Nothing stopping me from backhanding this bitch right now. <laughs> he was like, he was so mad. He got so mad because I think his, like, he has his grandpa's, like, part Chinese. His, like, they're from Hawaii. They have some Chinese, Filipino. He's, like, really mixed, but he has a lot of Asian, Asian and um, Pacific Islander in him. And he was so mad. They were like, oh. He was like, they were like, oh, China. I'm made in China. This is bullshit. This is a piece of shit. Blah, 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 blah. He was so mad. It's like it's just like backhanded comments like that that we'd experience all the time or like they were talking shit about Chinese people after that and he was like 
he's like, I need to leave before I go off on someone. Like, this is this is horrible. Like, how are people so mean? <laughs> you know, like... I know, yeah. I mean, also, like, <laughs> especially when it comes to in those areas, like, it's, like, they're not exposed to, like, a lot. Oh, there's no culture out there at all. Like, Taco Bell was in the Mexican section of the grocery store over there. It was so offended. <laughs> Taco like, Bell? Taco Bell sauce and all that stuff. Taco Bell, like, they had actual packages of Taco no, Bell stuff. My, and it, what the fuck? Yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> Like, is I'm... this what they think Mexican food is? <laughs> How was the food there, by the way? Um, this is horrible. Because you had a, uh, like, I think you had to drive two hours for <laughs> yeah. fucking Korean barbecue. It was by plate over there, and you still had to drive to Virginia Beach. Really? And Virginia Beach is maybe like 40 minutes from us. It's like driving here to Long Beach to go get some good food. Yeah, that was my face. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I'm making a face. I should have said, <laughs> Jesus Christ. He looked very shocked right now. I know. Damn. Yeah, dude. I mean, like, I lay, like, it, no, like, drive 10 minutes and we you actually can find something found, like, the best freaking tacos right here on Whittier Boulevard. Really? Yeah, the taco shop. It's, it's a little taco truck. What's it called? What's it called? I don't know. But it's right here. It's, like, on Whittier Boulevard, on Whittier and Hadley. So, so Whittier, go, California, there's some really good tacos. Whittier people. Boulevard. Just drive down there. There's, like, a taco truck every block every yeah. corner it's so i mean dude good. the food here is delicious in la like, oh yeah anywhere like yelp dude saves my life it's 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 clutch we always try new places because there's so many things yes, to eat like here. Why, I, especially in la like like there's so many places and mm-hmm. they're all great like whenever i talk to people like oh where's the best thing you've had like where's the best pizza you've had the best burrito you've had? it's like, always a different place yeah. yeah and like i feel like also, why does there always why why does there have to be a best though? Like there's some that are I mean there obviously there there is some that are like super super top tier like it's the best you've had. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times there's a lot of places that are like bomb like they're they're so. I good. guess it depends on the person. Cause you could tell me I've had <clears throat> I've had the best wings ever. Whatever. I hate spicy food, so I'm gonna tell you full of shit because I don't like it. <laughs> like, I don't like spicy food, so That's I guess true. it's all. I mean, it's all subjective. It's, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it just depends on the person. But like, the best tacos I've ever had has been here in LA. I went to Virginia, and like, it was it was actually like someone from Mexico owned it. He was from Guadalajara, and it was a good spot. But when he found out we were Mexican, me and Anthony, he would make our plates different because the owner who was a Russian guy or something. So the owner was Russian, bought it from the guy that came from Mexico. So he they kind of made it like a little more uh, towards the customer base, which is white people. Mm, okay. <laughs> so they made it a little bit more like mainstream, you know, whatever. They, they made it for the people there because there's not a freaking Mexican coming in every day, you yeah. know, like. Wait, were, so what did they do different with your plate? They actually, they don't, they didn't have nopales. And I was like, oh, do you have any? You know, I want, want some nopales, you know, whatever. And they were like, oh, you know what? We have our own that we have from home that we brought. So we'll give you some. Like chef special right there. Yeah, seriously. That's like it was really dope. nice. So they actually like, they, they made it like perfect it was with the lemon juice. So they cooked it. They like barbecued it and then they cut it up for me. But the That's lemon juice. Bomb. And I hadn't had nopales in like a year. And I was like, I missed my grandma's cooking. Yeah. So I went there and I was like, you know what? I haven't had this in forever and i have to drive like an hour to go to like a mexican grocery store so they're like oh don't worry we got it and, you know we just happened to bring no pilots today i was like okay cool damn it so, worked out yeah but it helped i think too that it was like small town area we were at it was portsmouth it was like a couple hundred people live there it was like a little teeny tiny old town area it was really nice but people i noticed that people a lot are a lot nicer out there too 
like um like besides being like racist <laughs> there's you have your racists out there and then you have the people that really genuinely care about you like the small town mentality oh, okay, like yeah. michael for example the arts and crafts guy he um i was like doing a little project for the dogs I was, we had like bay windows and i wanted to make like a little bed for them out of like the board i did a baseboard and then i put stuffing whatever and i didn't have a saw so I went to him and was like, do you know where I could get a handsaw? Like, I don't know where to go. And he was like, are you stupid? You're going to do it with our hands. So he actually let me borrow his power tools to cut it. He was like, bring it back whenever you're done. He had no what? idea where I lived. He had no idea where I lived. He didn't know if I was going to bring it back. He was like, bring it back when you're done. No rush. It's okay. You bet your ass I went to the apartment. I cut it really fast and I brought it back within the same day. I didn't want him to think I stole it. But it's just so weird because here in California, like our neighbors right here, won't even acknowledge us they'll just like they don't even say hi like they don't even look at us versus over there like everyone said hi we had people like oh your dogs are so cute oh, can we pet them over here people like mind their business i guess they don't really care yeah i mean it's it's i could definitely i could see how like i mean that's probably connected to the lifestyle in which like la it's busy you know over there they have like mm-hmm. it's slower it's it's slower lifestyle so they take their time it's a small town feel. yeah that's the only I think that's, like, the only, like, perk of it is that everyone was really nice. Everybody, you know, you see the same faces all the time versus over here. They give a fuck about me. So you you like that small town feel? I like the small town feel, but at the same time, I I think it had more cons than pros Mm. because the food side. Like the resources and availability. Yeah. And then, I mean, there were really nice areas and the houses were, like, everything was really inexpensive over there. Like... You, we can easily, like, live off of just one income over there. Really? Yeah. The houses are maybe, like, $200,000 with, like, a nice fixed-up house. Our pa- yeah. We lived in, like, a luxury apartment for, like, 1300 a month. Really? <laughs> it was, like, a luxury apartment, dude. Fuck. They come and pick up your trash, like, painted the walls all the time. The walls were always, like, nice and clean, no scuffs. Like, it was really nice versus over here and paying 100 more for this little thing. Yeah, I mean, it's because also, like, what what you're paying for. Mm-hmm. You know, because over there, like, like you said, like what, what, like besides the actual like quality of like living, like what, like you, know, like, you need to drive forty yeah. minutes for like good food exactly. while we here. You're like across the street from a college. You're across the street, like you're really yeah. close to downtown. You know, so you like, you gotta pay for that. Yeah, sadly, that's, true. that's why California is so fucking expensive, dude. That's what I hate. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it; it's great living here, but like, is it worth it financially? Is it worth it? Like. With all mm-hmm. the traffic, you know, because it's starting to get overcrowded. Yeah. It, it has been, but I feel like COVID definitely just... It's the traffic. If my job wasn't so close, I only work, like, 15 minutes away, maybe. Like that's max. bomb. I, I work in Santa Fe Springs. Like, Good for I'm, you. like, super close. Dude, that's so... Uh, that's, yeah. I got lucky, because a lot of people that work there, they're, like... Some people even live in San Diego, and they come here maybe, they... like, dead ass. They, like, commute here maybe, like, two days a week. Oh, yeah God. that was my reaction or like like two or three people from the company live in san diego and they're considering going back full-time like in you know at the facility and people are fighting <laughs> they're like if we don't need to why are we going in you know like yeah. people moved at the beginning of the pandemic and now they want everybody to come in and like why if you're getting the work done you're getting your work done and people are working later so let's say I have to finish, you know, I come home from work and they're like, oh, you have to finish a model or whatever. I can go sit down right here at my desk and get it done. Just like, oh, oops, I need to send an email. Takes 10 minutes and then versus waiting the whole next day. It's like, I feel like productivity went up. I, I feel like I work better at home. 
I mean, obviously, I have my own desk, so I have, like, my own designated area. Yeah. But at the same time, it makes sense that people don't want to mix the two. They don't want to be in their apartment all day or their house. Yeah, do you think going to your job? Well, you go twice a week? Um, three. Three times but a week? I, so when I started, I had to do the training because I just started maybe, like, last month. Okay. So I had to go in full-time for training, blah, 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 and then they just recently, I think, like, last week, they gave me my own computer so now i can actually work from home two days a week so that computer right there that's uh that's my work one and then the laptop is for you know for us for school whatever we also have like a tablet wow so (laughs) good for you i had to do the whole setup so um while you're in virginia Mm -hmm. i know you i know like you had a lot of free time in your hands as well i did yeah so (laughs) what'd you start what'd you what'd you start doing i started streaming yes actually anthony introduced me to apex and i really liked it It it's like first person shooter yeah video games um he showed he introduced me and i was horrible i I was playing on a tv and it was too far obviously i couldn't see it i didn't know i couldn't see so I started, I was so bad. I, my KD was like 0.3. Like, it was, oh, it was embarrassing. Yeah. I was so bad. 0.3, okay. <laughs> I would die but I mean, also, it's a battle people. royale, though. I feel like it's harder. Like, it is, have it's a, so hard. Yeah, it's, it's harder yeah. to have a good, like, like kill death ratio yeah. in battle royales compared oh, yeah. to like, just multiplayer. Oh, for sure, because they just started getting, like, this little system like Valorant. Where it's like 3v3. Yeah. And I'm a lot better at the 3v3 versus the Battle Royale because, like, you get, like, third party. There's people everywhere. It's chaos. I'm, like, at the end, I'm, like, shaking, like, from the adrenaline. I'm, like, oh, my God, I'm going to shit myself. I'm so scared. It's, like, total anxiety. But um, I started on a TV. actually got the PlayStation camera. It was super low quality, super pixelated. And all you saw was, like, if you look at my old streaming videos, you just see, like, my face. And that's it. There's no border. And then now, actually bought, like, invested in overlays. I I bought an actual webcam. I started using monitor. I bought a desk. Like, I bought all kinds of stuff because I was, like, I was having fun. Like, people love to stop by and just talk and, you know, chit-chat. And it's actually not as hard as I thought it would be to play video games and talk. Yeah. So, it's, like, a lot. I mean, also, it has to do with the personality. And you have yeah. the personality for it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, was, it wasn't as hard as I thought it would be. Because Anthony was like, how the hell do you talk to people while you're playing? And I was like, well, you got to sacrifice something. So I just suck. But people like to go and talk. They like when you talk to them. You know, people just want to go into chill, hang out, talk, joke around. So that's what I do. That's have you, have you gotten better? I've gotten a lot better, actually. My KD is like 1.8 now. So. 1.8? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit, that's good, dude. <laughs> it's really good, yeah. No, I apparently I just couldn't see because as soon as I got the monitor, my KD went up. Like, you can look at my old season records. It's like... 0.3 maybe 0.5 and then this season i have like a 1.8 i'm balancing between a 1.8 for battle royale and then for the the 3v3 i have like a 1.3 so like, yeah and my win rate is like 60 percent. it was really weird i was like oh maybe i was just blind i just couldn't <laughs> see <laughs> but damn and i took a break from streaming oh yeah because you're moving for a little right? bit yeah we moved from virginia back to la so I took a break for a couple months, and actually, it was really hard to start back up. So once you stop, you have to, like, get back into that mindset and make the time for it, and I just didn't have a schedule. So I actually streamed last night. I had, like, one viewer because I've been so inconsistent. So I'm pretty sure if I, you know, let people know. Actually, people follow me on Twitter, and they ask me, like, hey, when are you going to stream again? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like, Yeah, it's, like, also, it's so unorganized. it sucks because, like, <laughs> 
I mean, you also have your life. It, like, yeah. this is like this is something that you're doing. Like, I mean, you start off for fun, right? Yeah. Yeah, and but then also like, like, yeah, I agree with you. And when it when it comes to like doing stuff like passion projects, like streaming, like it has mm-hmm. to, you kind of have to treat it as a job with the discipline wise mm-hmm. and consistency. You and know? I'm not like that at all. I would yeah. I would just kind of stream when I wanted, or I'll play video games at night. And I'm already, like, irritated and tired, so I'll just rage quit. And I'm like, I have to stop doing that. Well, you're, like, you're <laughs> like, even rage quit with the stream as well? I turn off my PlayStation completely. Like, I'll just freaking rumble for this, and I just, like, turn so, it So, like, off. midstream, people are watching you, and <laughs> yeah. you're just, like, well, like she's the offline. the thing is, I stream from my computer, so I'll still be streaming. It's just the computer turns off. Oh. The PlayStation turns off. Okay. So, I'm still streaming. So, it's just a black, so be, a black screen with you mad? With my webcam in the corner. I'm <laughs> like, this fuck this bullshit. And I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. I need. There's like habits I need to stop, which is one of those rage quitting. Probably the inconsistency. But if I were consistent, I mean, I would hope people would stop by. But I don't. I never had a schedule. I would just stream when I wanted, and all my fan base was West East Coast. Yeah. So they were three hours ahead. So when I came over here, I'm playing at like nine o'clock. It's midnight for them on a weekday. Damn, that's true. So you gotta yeah. like just get a whole new audience as well. Yeah, yeah. So it it uh threw off everything, but. It's okay. It playing video games is so much fun. Like I have certain people that'll come and watch me for like Harry Potter Lego games or Avengers and then I have other people that wanna go see, you know, Battle Royale. They wanna go see like the adrenaline and crazy plays and they wanna see they're like, Oh, it's a girl too. Like they're like, Oh, there's a girl playing video (laughs) games? Oh, she's okay, she's pretty good. Like (laughs) I know, dude, that's something that's so like as me I realize that like there's a lot of there's um there's a lot more like female like streamers that are like starting to take advantage of that, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I'm. But, I'm definitely helped me out that I'm a girl, because there's so many guy streamers versus like girl streamers. People want to go talk to girls. Yeah. You know. And then a lot of the audience, you know, like I'm like it's mainly men as well. Yeah, mainly. Or you know what? I actually, made a lot of girlfriends. Really. Most of the people that added me on PlayStation or that I play with, it's typically girls or like really good guy players for the, like viewers for the yeah and they're like actually like they stopped into my stream or i'll go to theirs i'm like hey we should play and they're like okay and they just add me and i've been playing with them for like ever now that's cool and they're really good too <laughs> they're like, like do, really freaking do, good like do they carry you or like they oh they definitely you? carry me yeah they're so good they're like top layer so like, you're like the funny one <laughs> <laughs> i'm like the one that follows them around and i'm like oh do you need anything <laughs> i got you you need ammo <laughs> like, yeah no i mean i've gotten better i could carry myself now but like since the last time i played with them i was really bad and like they would carry me hard like they're so good (laughs) so um if someone were to like start twitch like what are some things that you didn't know starting that like i definitely recommend a a webcam that's like that'll definitely set you apart even if it's just like like what i started with like a playstation cam super pixelated but people like want to go in that's what sets you apart they want to go in and see you see your reactions they want to see you talking you know body language is a big thing a lot of people like you could go watch youtube videos of just you know, whatever, doesn't matter. But if you're not talking to someone, talking's a big thing too. So a lot of people want to go in to have a conversation, talking out. Like if you're ignoring chat, a lot of people just leave because they get bored. They're like, oh, okay. you're not acknowledging me. So they like they want to be appreciated. Someone donates money, make sure, you know, hey, you're appreciated. Because if you just ignore it or you don't show you're grateful, they're like, F you, why am I going to come back and, you know, acknowledge you again? Why am I going to give you my hard-earned money? So yeah, Or my time money or time anything like they even if they don't donate like if you don't acknowledge them like maybe eventually they'll start donating like 
why are they want why are they going to come back and give you their money time anything friendship if you're not acknowledging them if you're ignoring them or if you're acknowledging other people skipping messages so typically like if i miss a message i'll go back and it's very like you have to have manners you have to be polite you can't be rude to people and yeah. i've seen streamers where they're assholes or they'll ignore people and their count goes down their viewer count goes down because nobody wants to go and see somebody like Make a video and post it on YouTube. Why, why are you streaming? Yeah. Why are you streaming if you're not talking to anyone? <laughs> I mean, that's definitely a skill. So like, is that something that you just, you notice that you're really good at, like, multitasking and talking to people in chat and playing? Definitely multitasking. But, like, when it when it gets a little bit more, like, uh, like it gets crazy, like a little chaotic, I'll, I'll play. I'll focus on the game. And then I'll stop and take a break and answer whatever questions or talk to people, respond. And then sometimes, like most of the time, they're even talking amongst themselves in chat. So you just go and read it, acknowledge what they said. You know, if you're not included in the conversation, you just kind of let them talk until they like ask you a question or something. Okay. Because people make friends in chat too. They'll be talking to each other. So you just have to like go with the flow, go with the vibe of the conversation. It's like you have to be able to like basically like read the room. Like. Yeah, I mean, in, in reading the room, like it, it brings me to the, the point of like also you're creating a community, right? Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah. And like for you, how do you see your like how do you see your community like like do you, like? Oh, they're definitely friends. Yeah. I see them as friends. Like they come in, I get so happy. I'm like, hey, oh my god, finally, it's nice to see you, and you know about their lives. Like, they'll tell you like what's going on in their lives. Like some people just just want to go in and vent, or like it's kind of like their form of therapy where they're just like, oh, a lot like disassociate from life. Yeah. So you go in and talk, and everybody's really nice to each other. If anyone's toxic, I'll block them immediately <laughs> point blank period no no talk anyone co- anyone comes in talking shit i'm like no you're blocked sorry it's all good vibes all good vibes yeah no yeah, i like that i like no that. no way because then like people start fighting or you know honestly like you kill them with kindness like if somebody comes in being toxic i'm like oh it's okay like better look next time whatever don't be yeah, mean like the, yeah I'm, you know go talk to someone because you don't need to be here i'll tell them like honestly i'll tell them to get out of chat before i even block them then if they keep going and it's like all right block them like i don't need this so but yeah no a lot of the time people come in like you know the familiar faces it's always the same people and you know what's going on in their lives and then i'll go and stop into their stream so it's like if you're not you have to network people aren't just gonna like find you randomly like you have to go to people watch their streams support them they'll support you so it's like scratch my back i'll scratch yours kind of thing so also they're doing raids right like at the end of the stream yeah raids is a big thing and then you have to host people so it's like if you support your friends they'll support you and then they'll recommend you to other people word of mouth and then you know i actually was once i started streaming i actually was watching like a really good player predator how's this he's amazing he's he's super talented and he's on playstation and um he actually helped me reach affiliate he raided my stream with like 30 viewers really <laughs> yeah i was like i was like holy shit yeah no and they stayed and they helped me and they brought up my viewership because all i needed an average of three viewers and i got up to like average of 20 within like a day so it's like things like that where you just make friends with people talk to them support people you know you help them even with kindness and they'll help you like some you know good karma you throw out good karma it's always gonna come back to you dude i definitely i'm like (laughs) i am a believer of karma yeah yeah and so um the 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 main games you play then is Apex and um, Lego, Lego games. Yeah, Lego games. yeah. When I'm I don't feel like breaking my controller, I'll just play Lego. <laughs> <You feel laughs> like breaking your controller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, so um, 
with streaming, how long have you been doing this? It's actually been a year now. I started the pandemic, like at the start of the pandemic, I got a PlayStation. I bought one and I was like, okay, whatever. And then eventually I got the camera. So I only been playing video games for maybe like a year, year, year and a couple and months. Like, so you started streaming slash playing video games. Yeah, at the same time. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I was so bad. That's what I'm saying. People would go in and I'd be like cringy, like how bad I was. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, but you're funny though. So when they, they <laughs> yeah, that's out, they're what like, they okay. would go mostly go into talk because they're like, "Damn, girl, you're trash." <laughs> <laughs> it was really bad. Damn. Um. So, I this is something you see yourself doing, like, in, like continue doing. Yeah, I I love the game. It's so much fun. So, I just have to start up again. It's it's on me. I have to be consistent. I have to because there's people. It's so weird. People from all around the world. There's people from like Australia. There's people from England going in. I made a friend from Croatia. Like, yeah, I have her. Yeah, I play with her sometimes. I've like, and there's people from LA, and then there's people from the West Coast. I made a friend. He's like a predator. He's amazing. He's from Ohio. Like, and I play with him sometimes. It's really weird. I mean, that's what's so cool about like the internet, you know? And then like streaming, like, it's a whole new world. Like, it opens, literally opens up the door to the world. Yeah. Because there's people, like, from all around the world watching. Like, people from Mexico, Ohio, you know, like, a little bit of everywhere. And it's so weird. <laughs> like, Do you have your, like, um... Because, like, I follow you on your personal and, like, you share it. But do you, like, do you have, like, your own, like, Twitch accounts? Like, social medias? or not? I should. I really should. So that way I can, like, post updates and stuff. But I feel like people follow my personal one a little bit more. Because they want to get to know me yeah you know they want to see how i'm doing my life and i I follow them too they have they actually a lot of people use their personal ones it's really really weird yeah so all the people i made friends with on twitch like i follow them on their personal twitter and you know a lot of them married with kids and it's like it's really weird they're like a lot of them are adults oh wow you guys are people yeah (laughs) like like grown-ass adults and i'm like oh it's not a bunch of little teenagers like you think it is like yeah well i mean (laughs) because okay so i started like I feel like a lot of people really underestimate streaming, mm-hmm. like especially Twitch, because, um, but like like it's because they don't understand how huge video games have, have are getting yeah. and have gotten. Like before video games, the main things that people would do when they're home is like I mean like not a lot, but like, I mean like sports. Yeah. Like, like you like you go on the NBA, H- NFL, you know like um MLB like you watch these people who are really talented watch mm-hmm. like and you and you literally sit down you do nothing but sit down and watch them play exactly that's exactly what streaming mm-hmm. is but it's it but it adds even better it, it adds a more intimate layer with like you t- talking to them exactly. and commenting and like I, that's something i felt so cool so like like when you're saying that these people are like adults with like married with yeah. children like you know like what they maybe maybe they don't like and maybe they don't like watching basketball NBA. They like watching video games and people play video games. I mean, like, I'll like, watch it while I'm cooking. That. Yeah. Like, I'll watch it while I'm cooking. Like, I'll just put it in the background and, you know, whatever. Talk to people. I'll comment when I can. Or I'm doing homework. Or well, back when I would do homework when I was in school. Or, like, if even if I'm working, like, working from home, I'll have it on a stand and I'll just listen to it. You know, it's just listen and comment every once in a while. It's like, and a lot of the people that watch it, are grown adults it's really weird like i've made friends with people that are like 30 40 50 somebody i know i was playing with had grandkids like yeah it's really it's it's like such a diverse platform like the audience is so diverse 
Yeah. That, like, people don't realize that, like, when they hear video games and Twitch streamers, they think it's, like, little kids or teenagers. It's actually, like, very diverse. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah like, definitely. <laughs> also, it's so cool because, like, eventually, like, like, I mean, streaming easily can be a full-time job if you're successful. Oh, yeah. Because of all so the different, like, it. and, like, there's so many different ways to make money, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure, I mean, like, like can you explain, like, how, like, how are there different ways people can make money, like, off, off streaming? Because I'm not, like, I don't. I don't really know too much about oh, that. Oh, yeah. I like, um, you can be sponsored by companies. I mean, you can join, like, a gaming group, like, NRG. I don't know if you heard of yeah. them. Like, Lulu. She makes so much money. I love her. I love watching her. She's so good. But um, you can, like, join gaming groups like that. Like, huge. They pay, like... like organizations? Really, like, organizations. They pay, like, a professional gamer. that You make a lot of money. You can be sponsored, like, by energy drinks. You can... You just companies can just sponsor you so that way you put their ads on you know your stream and then you make money from that just from advertisements and then people donate money like somebody craziest thing that's ever happened somebody donated 60 dollars so that way i could just play a couple games with them yeah and i was shocked i was like oh my god just just so that way we can play like two or three games together and then he didn't even talk and he was like all right bye Okay, I Thank mean, you. <laughs> yeah, I was like shocked. I didn't know what to do. I almost started crying. I was so happy. I was like, "Oh my god, thank you so much!" But it, it's crazy. Like, it's it's a lot of weird things happen when you're streaming. You know, yeah. like, and then I think the worst thing is is when your equipment glitches. My mm. webcam used to freeze all the time, so I had to go get an extension, like a USB extension, so I could plug everything in because it was just glitching so badly. And it's just, like, a lot of technical difficulties. Webcam will freeze. I think, like, sometimes my actual screen with the gameplay on it will freeze. <laughs> and it's just yeah, so like, you need to have, like, really good internet, I assume. You need to have good internet. It, it, it's all kinds of things. Like, it, honestly, like, audio issues. I always have audio issues. But I have friends that tell me, like, no matter how long you stream, like, something's always going to happen, even with the professionals. Like, their webcams like, won't work or whatever. So I guess it's just something that comes with it. Like you have to just accept it. Yeah. <laughs> like it's gonna something's gonna break down eventually. You just gotta deal with it and work around it. And like these are all things that like you're just like you're learning like as you as go. As you right? go. Yeah. Or honestly the community is so great. Like you can go in and like Discord, you could go in and ask a question like, Hey, how did you fix your audio? Like I can't pick up my gameplay and they're like, Oh, you have to buy this wire versus like i looked it up on youtube there was nothing on there like i would have i it literally took me like a month to fix my audio one time and i just went into discord and like two days later they were like oh you need that one for your elgato and i was like why didn't i just come to you sooner (laughs) but it's really cool like a lot of people are like willing to help you because they want you know like they're just like that they're really nice it's a really nice community you just have to be in the right one and it's whatever you put out yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it has to, it has to definitely, it's connected to, like, the circle, you know, like, mm-hmm. what you're surrounding yourself with, and based off of what you're saying, you know, you surround yourself with positivity and not toxicity. Because I cannot, <laughs> like, like, I get it if, like, you know, um, if your persona is, like, like, if, douchebag, if, if yeah. a douchebag, you know, so your, your community is toxic <laughs> as fuck. Oh, yeah. But, like, damn, like, what kind of energy is that carrying on, like, exactly. while you're, like, there for hours, you know, like, Mm-mm. yeah. There's one streamer that I absolutely hate. I'm not going to say who, but he's, like, totally toxic. His thing is literally, like, him being, like, a rage asshole and, like, screaming and attitude and it just, like, I hate watching it. 
but, but it, it's like <laughs> he th- makes there's money though, for everyone and like though, people you know? want to watch it because yeah. they think it's funny versus me i get annoyed i'm like oh my god like doesn't that get old like but to each their own i guess to each their own i agree <laughs> i don't know what just not for me i guess i don't know yeah so i mean when it like when it comes to streaming do you have any like plans for the future of like what you want to do with it i would love to do that full-time I have no problem sitting for eight hours doing something if it's worth my time. If that makes sense. Like, yeah. like I feel like my time is so valuable. I'd rather, doing, I'd rather use my time doing something that I love versus something that's just going to pay the bills and just come home freaking exhausted. Like, engineering, I'm good at it, but I don't love it. I don't have a passion for it. I'm not passionate about it. It's like I come home and then I still feel, like, empty. <laughs> and, and I mean, and that's and that's really good that like you are, like learning that like like because that's Early. something that people yeah. like a lot of people like fall under this trap of, um, thinking it's okay to not be like happy, like doing I'm a miserable. job. engineering and like i said i'm really good at it like i'm good at what i do. I it's because it's just like so straightforward. Do this, this, and that, but it's such mindless work. Or, you know, I sit there for eight hours and I'm just not passionate about it. Like, I see people, engineers that love what they do. They love, you know, correcting things, fixing things, solving issues. And they get, you know, they're happy. They, they find joy. But when I'm doing it, I'm just like, all right, what's next? Like, what else do you have to fix? Like, I don't get happy after I figure it out. I'm like, all right, so, I did my job. <laughs> and do you think, like streaming it's it's like you're finding this passion like you are you found it oh yeah but the thing is it's so hard it's so competitive like you really have to put in that effort like if i wanted to do this full time i would have to like put in a ton of effort and there's people who have done it for years that still haven't been able to wean off of their job because it's not enough to support them yeah so it's something where you really have to invest years and years and then eventually if you're good enough you know then you'll make it so it's like it's really hard yeah i mean um <sighs> it's not for everyone unfortunately <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's not, you know like uh, some people have to be built different for that you yeah. know like like you have you literally have to be built different to sit down for eight hours and like play mm-hmm. video games not just play video games but be good at video games not just be good at video games but be be good at like reading comments mm-hmm. not just being good at reading comments but responding not just being good at responding but like knowing how to Hold respond like yeah like talking the, to yourself, it's a lot basically. of exactly yeah. and like, you're talking to yourself like mm-hmm. you're talking to a camera you know like you're yeah. like you're expressing yourself through a camera but sometimes i feel ridiculous yeah because i know nobody else is in the room and i'm talking and it's just so funny because I'm, I'm literally just talking to my game and i'm like <laughs> I'll sit there like what the like, fuck out of am con- I doing? Like, out, out of context, like you're like what the fuck are you doing? You know, yeah. but in the context, you're like, dude, like it takes skill. It takes like yeah. it takes. I mean, to be honest, it's a it's a work of art. You know, sometimes it is really emotionally draining though. Like after my streams, I will be drained. Like you have to constantly be peppy and have fun and you know keep the conversation going. At the end, like after playing video games and trying to like you're multitasking like emotionally, mentally, like I'm drained. 
Like, it just sucks the life out of you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> as a job, you know, Yeah, as like, job. eight hours. I used to do eight-hour streams. Eight I would, hours? Yeah, like, a full-time, you know, like, a full stream. Damn. I would be exhausted. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I can't do this every day. I mean, also, like... And you're only sitting. Like, you're sitting the whole time, but I feel like you're mentally, like, taking a lot out of yeah. you. Like, moving around a little bit. It's just like, oh, my God. I they need a break. I can't do this. So, that's... I think that's another reason why, like, I took a break from it. I had to, like, detox well i mean also isn't like like because there's a few streamers who they i mean they do this full time but they don't do full eight hour streams they do like four hours here five mm-hmm. hours here you know like having like that time in between like yeah as, like, just to live your life well and, i would like, do it, it on the weekends so when anthony oh, was okay. gone like i would only stream maybe like at night maybe two or three hours every other day but on the weekends, I would do full streams. So that oh, okay. way, the people that weren't able to watch me during the week, they could watch me on the weekend. Like, they could pop in for however long they want. So I kind of did it as, like, a balance. But now that I'm here, I'm busy, like, every weekend. So it's kind of hard to find that balance. Yeah. So I have to f- sacrifice something. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's kind of everything in life, though. You yeah. Know? Like, if you, like, if you want to succeed, like, there's always sacrifice that's, like, yeah. come with it. Oh, my God. 100%. Yeah. But, I mean, like, the payoff it's all like i mean it's all subjective you know whether Mm -hmm. or not it's worth it for you you know and at the end of the day though like if you feel happy if you like if you feel like you know like you got something from it then like the sacrifice is worth it you know it's just hard to like do this so so um there's a saying i i say a lot here it's i think i got it from kevin hart i need to figure out exactly where i got it from but i'm pretty sure it's kevin hart it it says everybody want to be great but nobody want to put the work in yep you know that's exactly what it is yeah you know and like that's with every everything mm-hmm. in life you know like you in order like it like all like champions in life whether it's sports you know whether it's like academics anything like these people who reach high levels they didn't a lot of a lot the majority of the time it's not through luck and like mm-hmm. talent but like hard work always mm-hmm. comes in it you know well, i mean you can do that for your personal life too like friends family like the relationships you have with people if you don't put in the work obviously it's gonna fail yeah so it can be your career it can be projects passion projects like you said it could be relationships anything if you don't work for it it's just it's like a i know it's corny but it's like a plant you don't water it, it's gonna die no 100 <laughs> like, like, that's exactly true <laughs> yeah and yeah i mean especially with relationships too like it's just something that a lot of people don't really, like, understand that it's a constant, constant process mm-hmm. that you need to put work in, like, every single day. It's not just something like, oh, like, once a week, let's, like, sit down yeah. and talk. Surprisingly, like, I was able to, like, figure out who my real friends were after I left. Because a lot of people never try to really reach out to me or go and see me. So, like, Nancy went to see me, like, twice out there. She really? stayed, yeah, she went out there. That's one of our old shout friends. Out, shout out to the homie. Shout out to your homie. <laughs> Nancy, yeah. we love you. Yeah, Nancy went out to see me twice, one of our close childhood friends, too. And then my brother went out a couple times. Viviana went to go see me. That's my brother and my sister. They went to go see me. My family, my mom and dad, my grandma went to go see me. Like, my other best friend, Nancy, uh, Sam, she couldn't see me because she was doing her master's. But she would call me almost once a week, like, People would call me, talk to me, and, like, the people that never really talked to me or called me while I was out there for two years, and when I came back, I just never wanted to go see them, because I was, like, what's, you know, like, yeah, and I then, wasn't a thought in your mind when I was gone, why am I going to go and waste my time when I'm yeah. back? And then, <laughs> I, 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 I also, it, it definitely, in your case, since you're isolated, that popped up even more. Yeah, it was a lot more noticeable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How was it, like, being by yourself for those eight months, like? I kind of liked it. <laughs> really? But like, I mean, obviously, I missed Anthony. Like, I was 
really sad to be away from him. The only form of communication we had was um, email because he was in a ship really? in the middle of the ocean. Oh, no damn. internet. So, so you couldn't hear his voice or like nothing. No, oh, no communication wow. at all. Unless unless he ported somewhere. Oh, okay. So unless he got close enough to the shoreline or if they ported somewhere, which they didn't. I think he went to like the Bahamas once. Like and then they stayed there for a couple hours. He called me and then left. But um I was like completely isolated. Like I had nobody out there besides my coworkers and maybe like one of my neighbors downstairs. She was a sweetheart, shout out Gab. Took care of my dogs all the time while I was at work because <laughs> she worked across the street from the building, so she would take care of Potato oh, and Olive. Okay. So cute. I gave her a key to my apartment and she would go in and take care of them. I had a ring Part of that small town community thing? Yeah, she's, she's actually from Maine. Oh, okay. So <laughs> it was really weird. Like, she lived in Massachusetts, Maine area, like New England. Super nice people. Like, she was, yeah, it was really weird. We made, like, a, like out of, like, seclusion. She was isolated too from her family. All her family was up north. So we really only had each other because she was military. So you make friends, you know, out of the isolation, you make friends, and everybody just kind of like, you find those people, you know, yeah. those random people. So, and I mean, like, I, so like you're isolated because you are with someone in the military, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, how I, was that? Like, it was hard because I tore my ACL. Remember, I tore it while I was out there alone. Oh <laughs> he was God. in the middle of deployment, and I tore my ACL skiing with Gab. So, the he, girl so he just got like a random like email, like, "Hey, babe." Like, yeah, hey. Like, by the way, I actually um, I took a picture in the back of the ambulance, <laughs> and I sent him a picture, and I was like, "Uh, I have bad news. <laughs> I think I broke my leg." And I sent him the picture, and he was like, "You're fucking lying. Don't lie to me right now." So, Damn, you had him stressed in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, like, <laughs> I literally sent him an email. I took a picture in the back of the ambulance with my leg. A selfie? And he was like, well, no, I, I just put my leg. Like, oh, I was leg. all co- covered up because they thought I um, broke my leg. Oh, okay. But actually, I fractured my kneecap because the ACL ripped so fast that it pulled off the kneecap. It was like part oh of the kneecap God. that it was attached to. It was gross. Ugh. Yeah, and they didn't even catch it until a couple like days later. So I tore it maybe like on a Thursday, and then I didn't find out till like Sunday. That it was actually fractured. That yeah. is wild. They were like, oh, it's fine. We don't see anything. Like, when they did the x-ray, like, on site, like, the same day. They are like, oh, we don't really see anything. You should be fine. And then I went to ER by my apartment, by where I lived. And they were like, uh, <laughs> your kneecap's fractured. <laughs> they were like, have you been walking on it? I was like, yeah. They were like, you, you shouldn't be walking on it. You need to let your knee heal. So that I had to wild. let it heal. And then COVID hit. So I had to fly out my brother to take care of me for like a month. My You're, poor brother. Really? He stayed out there in the middle Dude, of Dude, what a homie. Shout I know. Yeah. <laughs> it felt so bad. Because so, I couldn't. I lived on the third floor and I had my dogs. Oh. And I couldn't walk. And then I had my surgery. So this he flew out to take me to my surgery, take care of the dogs, because I couldn't walk at all. Like for a whole week, I was literally like on pain meds. Like, and a bed rest, like. Oh, no. I was on bed rest. I couldn't even walk. I couldn't get up to go to the bathroom. Like, that's how bad it was. He had to, like, carry me practically everywhere. And then doctor's appointments, and then Anthony was gone. So he left when Anthony came back. And at that point, I was basically walking with, like, my legs straight. So I had a stiff leg. It looked like a freaking pirate. It was weird. (laughs) It was embarrassing. But, yeah, it was a nightmare. Actually, now that I think about it, living out there, it was a nightmare. It wasn't fun, but it was nice getting that isolation that I wanted, that independence that I wanted to experience. I actually got to experience it. Yeah, I mean, it was an an experience, you know? And then we came back and it was fine. So we were able to save money while we were out there. I got to experience. And then COVID hit. And then we moved back in January and COVID was still big. So we were like, 
I couldn't hang out with anyone. So how how was your move back from Virginia to LA? Um, it wasn't that bad because the military pays for everything. So they paid for my stuff too because he counted it as his. Oh okay. So, oh excuse me. Yeah. So since we lived together, it was his address. They were able to ship everything except our cars. So we shipped our cars back. That's it. Oh, and okay. we paid for. They paid him back for the flights, and then um. I think the dogs, the dogs were, like, the hardest thing because they had to be on an eight-hour flight, and you saw how hyper they are. They yeah. They were, like, screaming the whole flight. Yeah. It was worse than having a kid on the Oh, my God. <laughs> we gave them, like, we gave them Xanax, we gave them Benadryl, <laughs> like, we gave them all kinds of stuff. Just them, and like... They did it, it didn't even get sedate them. Like, Olive really? was still freaking crazy. Olive Damn. was still screaming. Like, was it, was it, like, anxiety, or was it, like... Yeah, because had, they had to be in, like, a little kennel thing, like, oh, the little yeah. soft, the little soft crate things. Yeah. So, and it's, like, small enough to fit them under the seat. So, <laughs> yeah, she was not happy about it. And it was an eight-hour flight. Eight-hour flight. So, it was, like, five hours or three hours for the first flight and then five hours for the second one. So, we had to, we had an overlay, too. Oh, okay. And was it was it just a better decision to fly rather than drive? Yeah. We were considering driving, but it was also the middle of winter, and there was like a huge snowstorm. Remember, Texas froze oh, over. Oh yeah. Yeah, that we were gonna we were supposed to drive through Texas. Oh, Thank fuck God that. we didn't because fuck that. Yeah. right, like it would have taken us like a week to drive back, and right in the middle of it, that's when that whole thing happened in Texas, and we were like, yeah, it was a good thing we flew. That would have been a nightmare. We probably would have been stuck in Texas. <laughs> and uh, like, how's the lifestyle adjustment? coming here because like, you're saying you got a little a lot more busier but like other than that and um, it was i think it was harder for me because i got used to being alone and not talking to people and then coming back i was like forced we actually lived with anthony's parents for three months so i was forced to talk to people forced to like you know it, it was different it was so different and like i was able to do whatever the hell i wanted and nobody really cared versus over here it's like i'm my family i can't just say no to hanging out like, they haven't seen me for years, and then pretty sure they'd be all pissed off or disappointed if I'm like, no, nah, I don't really feel like it. <laughs> like, so, I'm kind of forced to go out and do things. And well, like, you feel forced to go out. To I feel forced. Now I like, that you got so used to I it. like the isolation. I like sitting and playing video games all day, and I can just not talk to anyone for months now. I'm used to it. But when we moved back here, and now I'm like, I feel obligated to go. I have to go see everyone. I have to go to the birthday parties. Like, I didn't. I didn't have to do that over there. I mean, obviously, it was too far. Yeah. So, it was kind of nice, like, not having to. But at the same time, I did miss my family a little bit. It's just kind of like, I feel with that distance, it made our relationship a little bit stronger because they were forced to communicate versus, like, being at a party, you kind of, like, see them, but you don't really have to talk to them. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, you go to a party, you see everyone, you don't really have to sit down and talk to them. Everybody's just drinking, eating, having a good time. Versus the distance, like, you have to go and actually have, like, a deep conversation. You have to put in a work, like... Yeah, you have to have an actual work. conversation. Yeah. You don't just sit around and, like, bullshit with each other. Like, you actually have to, like, be on the phone and talk to people, communicate. Like, hey, I miss you. It's not like you go and show up and they're like, oh, I, they know I miss them because, you know, whatever. It's like you have you have to make the feelings obvious, like, known. Does I don't know if that makes sense. No, yeah, totally. It Like, it's... um. And also, like, you have a big family, too. Yeah. So that doesn't help, you know, like, yeah. all the different, uh, like, the perspective of obligation, you know, like, yeah. having to, like, like meet with every single, like, all, exactly. those, all, those, all those meetings and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's, uh, like, do you, like, do you feel that's, uh, um, like, how do you, have you thought of 
how like why is it that you feel this obligation um i think it's because like i love my family but they can be a little toxic sometimes or like uh <sighs> how do i say this nicely without causing drama that's a, i guess that should explain it like it, it's just like um it's dysfunctional i guess in a way like everybody has their own personality their way you know yeah. but so you just see yourself kind of different from them like in, in a little bit yeah i kind of just like mm, I'm, I'm i like watching from the outside i mean i'll join are, I you, still like have a wall, fun. are you a wallflower <laughs> when it comes to them i think a little bit yeah especially with the distance it kind of gave me my own time to like grow and learn as an individual versus like everybody here just grows as a family yeah like, like you grow around wise, right? yeah you grow around your family yeah. around their traditions around their personalities mm-hmm, yeah. so being out there i can experience my own things and actually like not be influenced by their thoughts or you know whenever like dinner time everybody's talking a lot of people are influenced by their parents because they're afraid of them so being alone and independent and not depending on their money like i didn't feel bad for thinking the way that i wanted doing what i wanted going out you know whatever they were like don't get a dog i was like f you i'm getting a dog i got two and it's the best decision I ever made in my life and they were like you're gonna regret it because they're high maintenance and blah blah it's like i've never regretted it so it's like i get to make my own decisions and then <laughs> actually my my parents are like raging republicans I actually came out, it was like I came out of the closet or something. I came out as Democrat. And I was like, what are you going to do, cut me off? Like, it was weird. Like, it was a little weird. But I wasn't so afraid of them, like, cutting me off because I was so used to my independence. I was like, what are you going to do, not talk to me? Yeah, I mean. Does that make sense? I don't know. It was like. Especially with politics, I think that's really sensitive. My parents are very vocal. So I think that pushed me away. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I've I've, I've gone over to your house. Yeah, your parents are. They're very, very vocal about yeah, their opinion. Very They're very opinionated. So when I told them, I didn't even debate it. I just kind of told them like, hey, this is, these are my beliefs. This is where I stand politically. And I'm not going to argue with you. This just, you know, accept it. I'm not going to argue. I don't want to talk about why I believe what I believe. I just don't want to talk to you about it. Don't bring it into the conversation. And um, It was really hard for them. They didn't talk to me for a while. And then um, eventually they kind of got over it. And they don't talk about politics with me anymore. <laughs> and that's a, that probably helped improve your relationship. Yes, with them, right? healthy boundaries. Yeah, like healthy boundaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because you know how my dad is. He's yeah. just like, every time I'm around now, he never brings it up. Because I don't think, I feel like now that they know I'm willing to leave and, you know, I'm not afraid of just like setting my boundaries, they respect it now. Which is great. I'm happy now because I feel like our relationship's a lot stronger and they're not forcing their opinions down my throat anymore. Yeah. I, I mean, also, like, yeah, like, it's it's what I, what I realize is that it's really hard for parents to, like, see their children as, like, people with mm-hmm. their own identities, you know, and their own beliefs. You know, especially if, like, they thought their whole their whole i mean their whole life they literally raised you like i'm not afraid of disappointing my parents anymore i've done all kinds of crazy shit i'm the crazy one you're the crazy one (laughs) i left i moved they were like don't move don't move don't do it and i was like bye that's true don't get one dog you get two i left i moved across the country i didn't ask them i just told them and then i got dogs after they told me not to they were like you know i was like you know what this is what because all my life i never really fought them but i never agreed with them either so I just listened to what they had to say. Uh-huh. Maybe sometimes every once in a while I would like kind of challenge them on what they thought. And then 
my dad would kind of get mad at me. Like, I don't want to talk about it. You're pissing me off. And I'd be like, all right, whatever. Drop it. But finally, I came out, and now they're like, oh, my God, a disappointment, blah, blah, blah. And then they got over it. Obviously, they got over it. They're fine now. Yeah. (laughs) And they don't ask me why. They don't ask me questions. I don't ask them questions. It's kind of just, like, a stated fact. And then they got over it, and nobody ever brings it up. So it's kind of like locked in a box somewhere where nobody really wants to bring up that can of worms so <laughs> i mean if, if it's if it's gonna do nothing but like bring toxicity like you know yeah i mean if they accepted it that's fine that's yeah all they need i mean to that's do. that's what they need to do just yeah. accept it like there's something that they can't control exactly and their child's life is one of them mm-hmm. yeah yeah but i think especially hispanic parents or like any cultural any sort of like cultural or like that it's just like it's very hard for parents to accept that their kids are different Yes. Or they didn't follow the path that they wanted. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you. Like, that's that's mm-hmm. uh, that's how I feel with my family, too. Um, I'm just with Hispanics in general. Like, tradi- mm-hmm. like especially, like, the old school traditional, like, like yeah. you know, like, mm-hmm. Hispanics. And something I realized is that, like, as, gener- as like, the generations are, are, like, growing, like, each generation, each generation is getting a little bit more progressive. Yeah, you know? which is great. Yeah, it's slow. It's it's yeah. it's slow because it sucks how it's every generation. It's generations, mm-hmm. literally like a span of like forty years, you know. But like, every generation is starting to become more progressive and open minded and just open to change. Yeah, I I think with um, the exposure to internet, you know, I I know this is so weird, but I feel like TikTok has really like opened up people because it's so vi- like things go viral so quickly and they're yes, being exposed yeah. to like other people and not my old ass i was like oh i'm not gonna download tiktok i'm gonna stick to vine forever you know <laughs> rip vine but then i downloaded it and it's really weird mine and anthony's for you page is so different his is because yeah, the algorithm yeah why, his yeah. is like all funny jokes whatever viral funny and then mine is very like informational and it's just like life things apparently i have adhd because it keeps popping up on my <laughs> for you page oh, I, don't, I don't know <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Okay, yeah. but... The, the only thing that scares me... Not scares me, but... How m- accurate it is. Yeah, my concern is the credibility behind the information that's being given. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you I've know? seen people... But it's crazy. You read through the comments, and the, they'll call people out, and, like, you'll read on it. And it's... I mean, I've seen news from what's going on in Israel, and I never... Over here, I'll never see it. I won't see it on Instagram. I won't see it on the news. Even on, an, even on like, the actual news. Yeah, on the actual news, they they choose to not put those videos. And there's viral videos of, like, horrible things that are happening they over there. They have millions of views thanks and they have to TikTok. Million, yes, thanks to TikTok. And then people are reposting it on Twitter. They're reposting it on Instagram. And it, it, it's exposing, like, all the corrupt things that are happening in the world. And it's just through, like, a video platform. Yeah. You like, know? TikTok, it's, it's, it, it's truly an anomaly, man. Like It's weird. They got everything right from, like, like they got like the best aspects of twitter the best aspects of youtube mm-hmm. like the comments, like, are the, the comments are fucking hilarious <laughs> the algorithm it's so it's, it's so like accurate. it's too accurate yes it scares like, me sometimes I, so i i used to be against tiktok as well i was like oh i mean like dude like i have twitter i'm good you know but then i realized like so much shit i see on twitter it comes from tiktok exactly so i'm like you know what fuck it i downloaded it and i don't i don't use it every day because um i feel like i'm already addicted to my phone 
and TikTok will just it just feeds into I'm that. I'm, I'm always watching TikTok like, yeah. all the time. So, but and like, the reason why I was like really late this morning is because I woke up at like 11:30, but I was on my phone for like 40 TikTok? minutes watching TikTok. Dude, like that shit flies. <laughs> that shit fl- like time flies. Yeah, like, and it's so funny. Like I was cracking up, and then before I knew it, it was like an hour later. I was like, oh my god, I, Caesar's on his way. I love I I love the creativity and on, on how like everything is so unique on mm-hmm. TikTok too. Yeah. Definitely. And I've seen people get like music, they get signed for like music videos or, you know, acting. Yeah. Or, you like know, they exposure. get exposure. Exactly. Like models. Yeah. Like you, like Riri, I think she scouts people like Lizzo really? with their line. Yeah. With their clothing lines or whatever. They'll, they'll find models like people like apply, like I need a job and then they'll like put themselves out there. And before you know it, you know, they're signed to these awesome companies or, you know, they get signed to Riri, like, her Fenty line. Like, Who it's knows? crazy, you know? like Yeah, and it's all because of a fucking, like, like platform. Like, yeah. Yeah. You I know, know something, I've been, something I've been wanting to um, do with, uh, like, with TikTok for myself is, like, you know, just kind of help spread information on what I'm learning with, like, communication studies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, I want I, I, I yeah, like, I'm thinking of, like, trying to start a series of like just very simple concepts you know of like relationships um relation like like people relational meanings that. forgiveness but like yes and people love that it's because the reason why tiktok works so much is because something um a lot of people like reading has always been the traditional way of learning mm-hmm. you know you got to read a book you know you go to a library you read a book you understand a concept i've learned so many things on tiktok but then yeah and the reason why you've learned the reason why we all learn so many things on tiktok is because they get these concepts that are on books or like they could be on books but they get these bigger concepts and make them easily digestible oh my god i mean there's even like unconventional methods of like cleaning or you know how to things like people are like, like remodeling yeah remodeling their houses and they have these like really cool hacks where i was like i did that last week that would have made my life so much easier you know like cool things like that where i'm like i feel like i've learned more through tiktok for like home ec or whatever versus school yeah or I, even taxes it's because like. of how it's because, it's, it's because <laughs> they make I learned, it i learned how to do my taxes on tiktok yeah tax talk was yeah tax talk yeah no i had to do my taxes for california Dude, Virginia, and i was gonna go on turbo tax and they were gonna charge me like up the ass so i ended up getting they were like no you need an actual blah 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 so i ended up saving like a ton of money instead of owing 800 bucks i got a tax actual tax person accountant and i got money back it was weird like and That's i always wrong. do turbo tax always so i finally like i was like all right Damn, i, I do turbo tax i low-key got a, a next next year i'll i'll, I'll go on tiktok <laughs> i'm fucked I'm, i can't do turbo tax anymore really yeah no <laughs> hey fuck it but yeah um yeah dude it's like that's something i love about like tiktok though is that they they also like they make the information entertaining yeah because um something that neil degrasse tyson does that he likes is that like it makes it makes complete sense when people smile they learn like better like if you know like hmm. i if, never heard that like, but like think about it though like what like you do you think you retain more information when you're bored or when you're happy it's enjoyable isn't when you're oh, enjoying okay, you know like yeah if you, it's if a little bit more enjoyable when the facial like body language like yeah. i was saying like yeah. That's a huge thing in learning because if I'm not going to teach you to like the sleep, attention you want to put, yeah, like, like something that puts your attention in, you know, like if like you could do something so simple as like as a skit or like, you know, visual, like, mm-hmm. like a visual, like a, a video or something, you know, like it's just 
um, there's so many different ways people to learn, you know, like for people to learn, like being auditory learners, visual learners. Mm-hmm. And it just sucks how like schools just kind of brainwash us to think like, oh, yeah, like you just have to yeah, like, it's like, very read bland. a book and lecture and mm-hmm. that's how you learn. I was really lucky with engineering because my professors like towards my last year where I was actually um, I did I focused on material analysis. So what my professors did is they did labs, so hands on stuff along with the lecture so it actually taught me a little bit more so we'd go into a lab and break stuff so we would see how much force it took to like break a a steel bar or whatever what? so yeah it was really cool so it's like engineering is really cool like when you do those type of analysis but when you're doing all paperwork it's literally the most boring thing in the entire world yeah paperwork I mean, sucks <laughs> yeah I-, I could totally see that but that's what makes tiktok so much fun because i learned so much people are actually hands-on doing it watching them do it. it's like a youtube video you yeah know, like this is how you blah 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 yeah, and it's but it's like, not it's not a 15 minute video it's a it's like it's either 15 seconds to a minute it into it's like super a minute. condensed yeah. <laughs> yeah you know but like that's what works now because a lot of people learn that way like yeah and also like imagine how much more you can learn they're like one minute like fast like videos like yeah that. and if you need something a little more detailed go to youtube yeah <laughs> like, but you know what you're looking for now yeah exactly okay yeah see i don't know i, I really like tiktok now it's really it's so diverse so diverse and then super viral videos where it's like it's so convenient too it's just like oh you don't like something swipe swipe <laughs> Yeah. Instead of having to go back like on YouTube, you have to go and search it. And, like... Yeah, no, the, the algorithm is, is is elite. It's it's definitely superior. It's a little too accurate though, for my liking. Like... I know, apparently you have ADHD. <laughs> I apparently have ADHD. I didn't even know I had it. Fuck you, TikTok dude. I'm like undiagnosed, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, my TikTok right now has to do a lot with uh, nature and animals. That's cool. Dude, I I, I fucking love like watching like in the beginning of the pandemic i i went into this like marathon of like nature documentaries i just saw like 20 different nature documentaries from like north america south america africa europe like all these like the ocean like i saw so many different like just for fun like i just love that's it. so cool yeah my favorite is definitely africa you can see that's another cool thing you can see things from all around the world so you're not stuck to your you know north america maybe even canada like whatever north america america canada you get what i'm saying so you're not stuck to just the north american things like you actually have access to go see the world and it's just especially right now with covid where people don't have that luxury of traveling you know it's like there's like travel talk too where there's travel i'm on that too where i see people like italy i see spain i see you know whatever morocco like all these freaking cool places also there's like, hole in the walls that they show you too, yeah you know? so like, when you actually go there like you know where to go like japan i want to go to japan and i keep japan just keeps popping up on my for TikTok? you page and oh, i'm like it's a sign they know they know it's a sign <laughs> yeah no dude fuck, fucking tiktok man shout out tiktok it definitely changed the game yeah it did i really like it and also <laughs> i think it's a sign for me to actually go and travel now Dude, do it. I mean, COVID is slowly, slowly starting to like. You yeah, know, I only have stabilize. my last vaccine left, and I'm good. So I take that next week. Which one did you get? The Pfizer. Pfizer. I got yeah. Pfizer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. Bomb bitches get Pfizer. Bomb bitches. <laughs> I got such bad reaction. I was like sick the entire day after. Was, really? Like, body chills. For the first. Like, for the first shot. For the first shot. Damn. For the first shot, all I felt was like a uh, soreness on my arm. Oh, I was sore. I was sleepy. I was tired. I had yeah. fevers. Like, Dude, was this, hot for me, the second shot was funny. It wasn't funny, but like it was just weird timing because I got the shot on a Friday, and then that Sunday I was hospitalized for my lupus, for my <gasps> blood clot in my lungs. 
So like, do you what, think it was the vaccine no. or it just happened? It was like it, it, it just happened. I just had a lupus flare up. So mm-hmm. I asked my doctors, "Hey, I got I got the vaccine two days ago. Do you think this possibly did it?" But there was like, I don't know, how, like they they said it's not because how would a vaccine give me a blood? Like I know the Johnson and Johnson, um, had like blood like it it gave people possibly mm-hmm. blood, blood clots, but mm-hmm. the Pfizer didn't. Because it was it was it's related to lupus. Like like mm-hmm. it had nothing to do with the vaccine. But while I was hospitalized, I had a fever, mm. and um, and and uh. Like it was a pretty bad fever, and they had no idea why the fuck I had a fever. I am, I think, it <laughs> and it was, and it, was it, it was because of the vaccine. I and mean, when I look, when I go back to now, I'm like, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Yeah, because like I only felt slight soreness, but like I did have a fever. Well, the people with like autoimmune disorders and stuff, they're all like outliers. So you're like you're an anomaly. So you're gonna react different. I yeah. reacted severely. Like I got COVID. I was dying like i got 103 degree fever for like five days really? like i was fucking sick like i was bad so i had like 105 degree fever at body chills like i was like th- like for five days like i didn't get out of bed i had to because of like blood clots and stuff but yeah. i was really sick like he was fine anthony only got it for like a day he had a fever and then the next day he was like oh i feel fine i just lost my taste and smell but i'm okay and i was dying like yeah, i was he's like, healthy as fuck too, i know i was like hallucinating like i saw like black spots our apartment was haunted what? by the way what? so i saw he's like why didn't you fucking I mention this earlier <laughs> <laughs> our apartment was dead as it was haunted it was what? it was in virginia in virginia yeah the apartment was like haunted haunted like shit would go flying off the counters we actually have a video i can send you I actually have it where you hear like you can hear them talking voices you want me to pull it up i can just put it next to the mic if you want yeah fuck oh. it okay hold on i already have it okay hold on Damn, hopefully, hopefully y'all can he- listen to I this. think you'll hear it. It's really loud. <laughs> that, like... That whisper, that was it. It was like, I like it here. Something weird. Here, wait. Let me try it. Th- that doesn't people? I like it here. Yeah, I that, don't know if you heard that. Yes, what the? Like f- if you want to watch it. Wait, what the fuck? Dead ass. And then if you put it on surround sound, like I could send it to you. Dude, that's so creepy. <laughs> I like it here. What the? Yeah, fuck? like weird stuff would happen like that all the time. Where like, well, that, well, that was actually the ring. We had a ring. So you know, with ring, like you can hear the surround sound, like where people are talking from or whatever. Yeah. My mom put it into a, a stereo speaker and you can hear us talking on the left side and then it sounds like it's whispering it into the camera. So if you play it like in headphones or like on a speaker or something, like you can hear the surround sound, like yeah. you can hear what direction the conversation's coming from and it's not coming from us. So it's scary. And it's only when we had potatoes, so the dogs weren't playing. Like you could see potato walk by. So yeah. Really? Potato's my dog. Yeah, you can see potato walking by. Like. Out of context, I'm like, there's a potato <laughs> rolling. Like, yeah. the fucking... You're like, potato, what the fuck is that to do with this? Yeah, no, but, like, stuff would go flying off. Anthony would, like, get ready for work in the morning, and he'd hear knocking in our closet, open the door, nobody was in there. He'd go in, and then on the other side, and, like, he'd hear the knocking again from the opposite direction. Yeah. It was, it was scary. Like, Viviana wanted to go visit one time, and our laundry detergent just, like, flew off a rack after what? we walked out. Yeah, it was scary. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking Stuff trippy. like that. And I was alone all the time. So, like, 
like I had a windbreaker on the kitchen island and it flew off while I was taking a nap and I just kind of rolled over. I was like, what the fuck do you do? Like it was like $2,000 like, nope. to break our lease. Really? Yeah. So we were like, all right, I guess we just suck it up. So we sucked it up because it was a gorgeous apartment. It was like, it? Was this a luxury apartment? It was the luxury apartment. Oh, it damn. was like bay windows. We had the view to the river, like washer dryer in the unit, walk-in closet, like super bougie. Yeah. However, side note though, it, it might be haunted. <laughs> it's haunted. No, like, and I told the property manager, and she believed me. She was like, "Well, you know, the city was founded in the 1700s, so Dude, that's a the trip. 1730s, yeah, Portsmouth, Virginia. Shouts out, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> it was old. It was super old, and we were like in a really old area too. So all the houses around us were built in like the 1600s, 1700s, like. So it's probably like, built over some shit. You probably haven't like. Oh no, there are like slave houses there. Like they actually oh, had, fuck. yeah, like they converted. I I think that's so disrespectful. They had the slave houses there in the back, so it's like the houses in the front, and then the slave quarters in the back. Like museum. And they converted or? it to an apartment. That's... Yeah, that's the face I made wow disgusting <laughs> they yeah. converted it to they converted it to like an apartment like an extension so you have the front house it's like a two two flat like they separated it so it's rented out as two units and then there's a unit in the back and the unit in the back was the slave house dude that's and they rented it out like you can see the kitchen from the window like they leave their window curtain open sometimes you could see the kitchen you can see like it, it was a people lived in there and they had plaques in the front that described like, oh, this house used, you know, this person used to own this house, and the back was like the slave quarters for whatever to maintain the house, and it's like, just like I guess to maintain the culture, I guess. Yeah, you know, to maintain unquote, yeah. Unquote, <laughs> unquote, unquote, fucking bullshit history. Yeah, no, through. like a lot of the houses were like that, or they were like revolutionary houses where like Revolutionary War soldiers were like they would occupy the basement. Because remember, they used to, like... Oh, yeah. Before. used to occupy houses, so yep. they would occupy their basements. So you, they'll have plaques on there that are, like, oh, you know, people died here. That's a trip. <laughs> yeah, it's so It's literally scary. saying he's haunted. It's haunted. It's for sure. And they have, like, haunted houses there, like, actual haunted tours, and they'll explain to you, like, oh, somebody died here, somebody died there, and you're just, like, cool, I live thanks. there. Like, <laughs> like, thanks, I guess. That's my like... neighbor's house. I'm, <laughs> like... Yeah, we did that a lot. We're, like, totally obsessed with, like, the paranormal. We'd go and do, like, haunted tours in Virginia oh, shit, all the really? time. Yeah, especially Williamsburg, the the first settlement in the U.S. Yeah. Williamsburg is, like, 1600s. Fucking haunted. Like, Super. You, you feel that shit? Or? Yeah, no, no, we got pictures and stuff of, like, uh, I mean, I could show you after, but it, it's just, like, it's crazy. There's, like... Like, full-on looks like a human being, but the lights are all off in the house. Like, and, like, yeah. I have a live photo and nobody's allowed in the houses after, like, a certain time. So, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but it was scary. Fuck, yeah. dude. That's a trip. I mean, I'd, I would love to I would love to go to a haunted house like that. Yeah. But also, I would, like, I would love to say I have gone to a haunted house. <laughs> like, but to actually go through it, I can imagine it being fucking terrifying. Yeah, no. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, we were walking outside of it. We just did the tour, like, on the streets. And they would just really? t- guide us through and explain, like, what houses, like, the history of the houses and stuff. Oh, shit. And it was still terrifying because it was at night. And it was literally, like, it's so well-preserved that it looks like an old, like, it looks like the original town. Yeah. Dude, that's, it's that's really scary. I mean, there's, like, farms there. It's, like, it's so well-preserved. Like, it's a historical site. So mm, What's it called? Williamsburg. Oh, okay. Yeah, Williamsburg, Virginia. It was gorgeous. We loved it there. So they have like an area for like bars, restaurants, and then they have the houses. Like so. across the street, like yeah, across the street. Some, people some were murdered across like... the street over there. <laughs> like... oh, dude, some... oh my god! <laughs> Damn. Yeah. 
Well, uh, I mean, with that being said, I think uh, this seems like a pretty good, good, good way to end it on a spooky note. <laughs> spooky note, <laughs> a yeah. Spooky note. Go to Virginia if you want to see haunted houses. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> actually, so before we end it though, um, what's your name on on Twitch? Oh, I am Liz underscore. I am Liz. Yeah. Underscore. I a m l i z. Okay. Underscore. And, Super simple. And um, by any chance, would you like to also share your social medias? Oh. They're, they're on my Twitch. If you go to my Twitch, you'll see it. All right, it's go Elizabeth to Twitch. It's a hard... All right, go to Twitch, right? <laughs> I am Liz underscore. Yeah, I all have right. all my socials on there. <laughs> right, she has her socials there. She streams Apex. She streams uh, Lego games. Let's see what else she streams. Hopefully, you like. Let, let, let's hope you get a schedule going. Um. Okay, after this, I really have to know. Yeah, <laughs> you have to manifest. Know. I know, people are going to look for you. They're like, excuse me, where they're is like, she? like, what the F? Why hasn't she done <laughs> Right. <that yet? laughs> Yeah, all right. And um, for those of you also who are still listening, if you haven't done it yet, you can follow uh, so on my social media, Zenith at underscore, Zenith underscore podcast on Instagram, Twitter. Um, there's a, a announcement coming soon on where I'm going to be moving forward with this. I'm pretty excited for that. Just make sure to follow, stay updated. And um, with that being said, hope you like this episode. I appreciate you if you're still here. I do. I love you. And I hope you have a good rest of your day. And you know where to find me at next time. Thank you.